Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni, here now in Florida. Wow. That's so cool. What city? <laughs> Boynton Beach. Manny, introduce yourself. Where are you? Well, I'm Manny, and I am in Denver, and it's cold as balls. And uh, it's cold as balls everywhere, folks. Apparently, this is going to be one of the cold coldest christmases in a long long time folks so today as we are recording it is new year's eve i mean not new year's eve fuck christmas eve <laughs> but tomorrow you know, yeah is that how you say the plural of christmas christmases i thought it was christmas christmas like octopi apparently that's a myth too it's not octopi it's octopuses no it's octopi bro i i'm yeah i think both are okay but i remember hearing that like that's a myth Anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, tomorrow, when this episode comes out, it will be Christmas, folks. It'll be Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas to all those who celebrate. Um, Manny, what are your plans for for the for the lovely day? For Christmas Eve or like the Christmas? I guess both. Christmas Eve, nothing, because I'm not Christian. Um, and Christmas, and nothing, because I'm not Christian. <laughs> I'm going to ski on Christmas, so that'll be good. Oh, nice. Dude, it's probably like, well, you have a pass. You have a ski pass like for the year, but I'm sure it's probably really cheap to ski on Christmas Day. Um, a bunch of people do it. I, I think bet. a lot of people do do it. It's kind of like a scheme. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. But I'm going to ski with a, a mutual friend of ours, Aaron Rubin. Rubin. Nice. That's fresh. I miss that guy. We're going to have him on next semester. Yeah. It's going to be lit. That is real. But yeah, folks. So I don't know what happened to global warming, but it uh, took a it took a little pause for a second. And apparently this is a, 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 there's been a cold front that's really affected the entire country, but especially where Manny is in Denver. It was what? Negative 13 degrees yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yesterday was bad, but the day before was worse. Like it was actually like negative 15. And I think Denver went 24 hours below zero. Damn. Which is like pretty unheard of. Yeah, usually like it'll get warmer during the day, like in the tens, whatever. Damn, that is that is cold. And here in Florida, it's been nice up until today. Even in Florida, it's 50 degrees, which is unheard of. I'm sounding like Manny complaining about 50 degree weather when he's in Cali, but for Florida, I'm not I come down here in the winter to, you know, get a nice warm break uh from the Boston or Denver cold. But uh it is uh it is a little chilly here. But apparently, even in Georgia, which is just north of Florida, still very south, it was also like very cold, like it, like zero degrees or like even in the negatives. So I guess I'm it's weird. Florida is like an enigma. They always like have just like the warmest weather, even though but like the entire country is freezing right now. And I just it's crazy. Yoni, um, do you think this proves that global warming is fake? Yeah, I'm actually anti-global warming, and because I'm so anti it, I was able to force this cold front to prove otherwise. Boom. Wow. Destroyed global warming. You You're saying you caused the cold front. Yeah. But if anything, that's a good thing, because I'm recooling the earth. We need this. <laughs> no, yeah, man. I mean, well, it's because apparently some Arctic wind came down from 
the north and was all like whoosh. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah, I was as, gonna say it's as really Arctic quick. winds do. Definitely, definitely. I just want Trump to tweet out like all the the liberal fake media talking about global warming. Look at what's happening right now. I'm in Mar-a-Lago right now, my beautiful mansion, and it is fucking fifty degrees. This is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, he like global finally starts hating global warming because it's affecting his Mar-a-Lago pad <laughs> yeah he's like okay now now i wish it was ba- he's like i wish global warming was back i'm cool you know, speaking of trump bro have you seen this, his nft i heard it did really well like it sold out but i heard he had one i didn't really look at them though yoni it is the funniest thing you'll ever see man no fucking way it is one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my entire life i want to look it up trump nft it's so funny i'm just gonna go to images see if they pop up are these actually the oh my god yes it's one of him and an astronaut too <laughs> yoni and he made like a fucking promo video that again one of the funniest things you'll ever hear i'm excited to see it i mean he so. says something along the lines of like hey it's you know donald trump the greatest superman poss- in this one <laughs> possibly the greatest president ever better than lincoln better than washington swear yeah. he says that to start the video and then he's like then he's like, you know, if you join, you get the chance to win some amazing prizes, such as dinner with me, Donald Trump. I don't know if it's a great prize. People say In it's Trump a great Dower. prize. <laughs> but he literally says only. it was hilarious. Yeah, that is fucking bonkers. This one, it like mimics him as Superman, but it's a T in the middle of his chest instead of the <laughs> instead of an S. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my gosh. I like briefly heard about this. I'm like, oh yeah, everyone's making an NFT, but this shit, you're right. MSNBC and then and then their like article about it. They said Trump hawking NFT digital trading cards is tragically on brand. It's so on brand for Trump. <laughs> so true. Yeah, man. Oh Yoni, right now, I want to hear who you think the next president's gonna be. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think Trump is gonna win the nomination. I'm typically a person who likes to go against the general predictions because i like to be special and unique and think i'm cool and different but i really don't see him i don't see him winning this one i mean he met with kanye and that other white supremacist guy like he's really just putting him and now he's making these nfts like it seems like he's good like i don't i don't know if he really needs to run for president again i don't think he's gonna have the full backing the problem is though is that even if he doesn't win the nomination let's say it's desantis who wins instead can DeSantis rally the Republican Party and unite it to be afterwards? Exactly. To be whatever Democratic candidate, whether it's Joe Biden or not. And I don't know if that's possible. So I think it might be a Democrat who wins again, but I don't think it's going to be Joe Biden because he's very old and senile. But Dude, some, some people think uh, Michelle Obama might run. Honestly, I could see her doing that. Um I don't know, like, she's not, like, like, I don't know how experienced she really is, but, I mean, Trump... Yeah, Obama can just tell her what to do. (laughs) Trump won, so, like, whatever. I don't know if Obama wants to go back to the White House, though. Like, even if he, even though he'd be, like, the first gentleman or whatever, he'd be like, no, no, I'm not coming back. It's like PTSD for him. (laughs) He's like, nope. Keep me out of there. He's like, I'm not moving in. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. Uh, (laughs) Barack Obama, what a great... What a great time in America. We obviously yeah. had problems, but you know, it was Obama. 
if you it's crazy you see him from the beginning of his term to the end like the age so much older he aged so much like that shit's stressful as fuck and imagine i I wonder what joe biden's gonna look like just after four years because he was already looked old at the start you know he is like the oldest president ever well dude some people think biden actually is gonna run again because democrats didn't do as badly as they thought in the midterms yeah and jill biden just came out recently like a week ago now confirming that she would uh, like she supports her husband running again when before she was kind of uncertain but now she's officially come out and said it so i think it's really up to joe joe it's on you byron you're like joe do you want to run for president what I would, <laughs> I would just love to see Joe Biden come out with an NFT collection and and then just have him like compare. And then I think the presidential debates, they should make him like Pokemon cards. These NFTs, and then they like play each other with their own um, Pokemon cards. <laughs> I'm actually a huge fan of that. Yeah, battle of the ages. <laughs> That's a great idea. Like looking at my creds, uh, but whatever the dem- the debate national committee, whatever. Take notes, folks. Take notes. This needs to blow up for them to hear this um what else in other news the world cup occurred the world cup final happened like i think exactly a week ago from today and so i think it occurred just after we released our last week's podcast and uh the boy Messi won and essentially the world went fucking crazy especially um argentina obviously the nation that won if you saw there was four million people in buenos aires for the parade and like I'm surprised I haven't heard about more people like dying and like from stampedes and stuff because it was the like if you if you saw some drone shots it was absolutely bonkers and what they had to do is because the crowds were so hectic and like I guess the team security and like the Argentinian police were like scared they evacuated they evacuated the players from the bus by helicopters they like picked them up in helicopters Jesus and flew yeah, them man. away football fans are crazy. Dude, like I've learned from this World Cup that like football is like, like obviously like we care about sports here in America, whether it's football, basketball, whatever, baseball, but like soccer is just a whole nother level. Like it is the world sport and like people will die for it. Like it is like so emotionally charged. Like I've seen so many TikToks and like Instagram reels of like these edits that are like so like they're so emotionally moving about these players and these teams and like it really gets you in your feels and like there's this announcer like Peter Drury I think who's like super eloquent. He sounds like fucking Shakespeare when he speaks. Like he had the super eloquent intro before the World Cup final started that it was like and then like they put some music behind it and I like felt like I was watching a cinematic masterpiece. I was like <laughs> I am so invested. Like, it's really like a storyline, you know, with like Messi, the, like the final peak of what he needs to become the goat. And then like the villain Mbappe in France. It was like, wow. Anyways. Do people think, dude, it's crazy. Cause usually if you're the best ever, you're the villain. Think like Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. He is. A MJ, but Messi's so good that everyone loves him. Like, yeah. Everyone just loves him. Like everyone was really except the French, too. except the French. Yeah. Except the front. They're not too happy. But um, it was just and now they I mean now the whole world's been obsessed in the past few days that he so he beat the egg the infamous egg that um took over Kylie Jenner a few years back for the most like Instagram post he has now overtaken the egg for the most like Instagram post of his uh World Cup celebration post that he posted right after he won and by like a lot 
like i think he's i didn't know that likes. yeah so that so that's just another side quest that he's completed as the go wait on which on which post on the championship post yeah well he has a couple so now like three of his posts are in the top five most liked uh <laughs> uh instagram posts because he posted some other ones after like the one in his bed is like i think the third most liked post which was mad funny so um, it's the most liked post this one with almost 73 million yeah yeah Wow. I think Yak has like 50 billion. And um, yeah, right. basically everyone is uh sh- yeah, it's the one where he's holding up the trophy. Yeah, dude, it's not a world record anymore. That's crazy. And I'm so upset about this whole World Cup thing too, because I was on a fucking flight to here to Florida. And I so I watched the first half of the game, the first 45 minutes I watched. I had a connection through Newark. So I was in Newark sitting watching the game, saw Argentina score two goals. And I was like, wow, this is lit. Like, I'm so happy for Messi. I hope you like, I think they're going to win now. Like two goals, pretty big, solid lead. And then I fucking land after my other flight. And I'm like, I knew like the game was going to be over. I was like, oh, whatever. I missed the other half. But like, at least I got to see two goals. But I literally missed you, you the figured it was, You figured it was over. Game. You probably yeah. figured it was over. Literally. Dude, and I look and it's like three, three. And then they went on penalty because I'm like, what the happened you know it's hilarious because i did the opposite i woke up and argentina was already up too and then i started to watch and um i saw everything i just it was like, i'm so upset one of, i will say like seeing a live you can never recreate that ever yeah so if you miss that it must like be so brutal and so because you just miss the greatest sports moment of the decade you missed it yeah you yeah missed the greatest person i think i'll forever resent my father for booking a flight at that time and day <laughs> because there's like nothing i could do and it was really upsetting um, it was out of your hands but it's funny because argentina argentina loves blowing leads they did the same thing in the net against the netherlands in the in the quarterfinals but they also really won in penalties yeah they like get these multi-goal leads and then they just like blow in the last like 10 minutes it's crazy and i'm like i don't know i think they just like argentinian fans like definitely like someone got a heart attack someone was put was put into cardiac arrest of the game like one of the older fans who like couldn't they couldn't handle it <laughs> dude it was crazy so i mean i can walk you through what happened because you missed it idiot um it was 2-0 <laughs> and like then france scores you're like oh wow it's 2-1 within two minutes france yeah he scored again yeah, Mbappe really. He scored Mbappe all. Mbappe went off, and then, you know, goes to OT. Nothing happened for OT. Second half OT, Messi. He's him. And then in my head, I'm like, this game's got to be over. There's ten minutes left. All Argentina has to do is defend for ten minutes, and then France pretty much scored again. And then. PKs, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, dude. That the the funniest part about the uh the whole celebration afterward was the Argentinian goalkeeper who he won like the golden glove or whatever, I guess like a goalkeeper award. And he like literally it's like a so it's a hand and he put it oh my god, yeah. He put it right on his crotch and like stuck it out like it was as if it was his dick and like right, right. in front of like this uh like the leader of Qatar. Yeah, like this Qatar, like the Qatar king, basically. Like he's like a, a like a 
a Muslim prince or whatever. I, I, it's like a theocracy there. I don't really know how it works, but like a very esteemed national representative of Qatar, the king. The, and, the, like, yeah, the king. Like. The king. And like, he's obviously a religious guy, like very conservative, probably like, and he's just like sticking his like little wang out with the fucking trophy. The funniest thing, the guy's like a child. Later on at the parade back in Argentina, he had a baby doll with Mbappe's face on it. Even though Mbappe scored three goals on his ass. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, probably, really like you did not do enough. You did not do enough. <laughs> like, did you fuck me? Yes. But my team fucked you harder. <laughs> Dude, I will say. So the, my two favorite PKs were Mbappe's because the goalie actually cor- guessed correctly. Because, you know, they kind of have to guess which side. Yeah. He guessed correctly and he touched the ball and Mbappe shot for the PK. But Mbappe kicked it so hard that it just didn't matter. It went right through his hand. Yeah. It's and like, then Messi, yeah. Messi's goal was also sick because he just rolled it in. Like, he, it got no air. Yeah, yeah. I remember reading some comments saying how, like, Messi and some other player, they're, like, their luckies there is one in. But, like, it's, it's, it's so interesting because, like, obviously it's so much pressure. But in reality, it's such an easy kick, like, to score. And sometimes you see, like, unless the goalkeeper guesses right, then, like, what are you what are you going to do? Like, he blocks it. But, like, I remember the Brazil game when they lost to Croatia. It was crushing because they also, like, had a lead in overtime. And then they and they tied it, and then they lost in PKs. And these Brazilian – like, several of them just, like, missed. They, like, hit the post or, like – and, like, you just, like – you're, like, come on, bro. But at the same time, it's, like, I would be shaking – if I, you know, right, right, it's easy for it's easy for people watching. It's essentially a free throw in basketball terms. If you, if for those who don't follow soccer, <laughs> well, it's from. Would you say it's? I'm I'm curious. Do you think that the average amount of times a PK goes in is higher or lower than the NBA average for free throws? I wonder what the NBA average for free throws is. Probably like what seventy percent. I I I'd guess it's seventy five. So I'm looking up World Cup. Um, PK. Conversion. I think what you'll notice is penalties during the game, just like regular, like right. Those go in more often than the PK shootout ones because there's less pressure. Like I feel like they always score on those penalty kicks when they get fouled in the box. Um, so penalty shoot. This is actually a very interesting stat that I think has to do with pressure since 1978 World Cup penalties. So like when someone gets a penalty in the box and like shoots and you know mm-hmm. the conversion rate's 79.8% but world cup penalty shootouts so like when you yeah. go to the PKs Lower. we're only at 70%. Exactly what I predicted. Did I not? Wow. Call me a statistician. No, yeah, it makes sense. More pressure's on. It's crazy. And then the Same NBA thing. free throw average is 78.5%. So it's lower. The PK shootout is lower. So it's around the same, though. Oh, wait, no, that... Well, yeah, the league average is actually more right around 73. So they're actually about the same. What a great comparison you made. And uh, tune tune in next week for Manny's... Uh, interesting stat of the week. Stat of the week. <laughs> Love that. We should do stat of the week. Just like some really weird stats that you would not think are true. I'm sure there are like websites with tons of those. Oh, um, yeah, man. Stat of the week. 
What else? In other news, did you know that a 97-year-old lady who was a former secretary for the Nazis was just convicted by the German government for the death of thousands of Jews? So this 97-year-old woman was sentenced to prison. (laughs) That's crazy. Essentially for life. They didn't give her a life sentence, but like, you know, because they knew she was going to probably die within the next few years. So I think they gave her like five years. I don't know. So Yoni, uh, on the same page as that, have you ever heard of Operation Paperclip? I have. I have. It's when they put like six million paperclips down or like they... Nope, not not actually. Oh, oh it's the one where they, uh, in a high school, they kind of like mimic what the... No, I, I know that is a thing, but that's not specifically yeah. what I'm talking about. There is a movie called Paperclips and like a high school gathers six million paperclips for... And put in like a drink card. But what I'm talking about yeah. is following World War II. Because was this woman living in America where she was arrested? I think she lived in Germany because she oh, okay. by the German government. Okay, well, in my case, following World War II, you know, there were all these Nazis. And of course, like some of the biggest leaders fled Argentina, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people were caught. And put in, on trial in Nuremberg. Operation Paperclip. The United States. Secretly. It was basically a program. Where the US. Took um, at more than. So at least. 1600. Nazi scientists. Oh yeah. And basically took them. And recruited them to work for and them. Brought them to the US. To work so for them. <laughs> the head of NASA. Um, who the ended head up of NASA like, was a Nazi. The head of NASA, the guy who sent us to space, was a Nazi. No fuck. Like not, not like a good one. You know, they're no good. Not and like you know, the U.S. was like, oh, like we're taking the good Germans. Like no, we did not take good Germans. We took some really evil people, but we did it at least like in the U.S.'s eyes, because whoever we didn't take. The USSR was gonna take. Yeah, Loki is basically like you had to you had to take them because they're like Loki an asset, like they're like a valuable. Right, because because Germany at the time, like their scientists were doing extremely crazy things, you know. Although I will say, um, for those of you who don't know, like during the Holocaust, like some germ like Nazi doctors and scientists performed really gruesome and horrible experiments on Jews. And some of those Nazis who did those experiments ended up in the U.S. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's like uh, having a good brain gets you out of some, uh, some sticky situations to put yourself in. You get out easy. That's crazy, yeah. I think I did hear about that. I didn't realize it was that many, though. And I like I knew we took some uh, Nazi scientists, but I didn't know that many. And I didn't know one of them was the head of NASA. I thought they would like you'd put them in like the background. Like, why would you make? That's crazy. I guess he must have been good at astrophysics or whatever. No, like, I mean, yeah, man, it, it is. It's a pretty fucking wild thing. And I'm pretty sure that specific um, Nazi won like a U.S. like medal. Thank you for your service. Let's forget what happened in the past. Okay, wait. Uh, 
Yeah, Wormer von Braun led NASA's development of the Saturn V rocket that took Apollo 11 to the moon. He wasn't... Yeah, so, like, this guy fully got us to the moon, but was, like, a full-blown Nazi. Yeah, meanwhile, they convict the secretary <laughs> of the not. They're like, you're not, you're a secretary. We can convict you. That's crazy. It's just like, I don't understand why, if in terms of the secretary, why they waited till she was 97 to like convict her. Like, I don't feel like she was hiding or anything. And the article that I got this from doesn't really talk about like what took them so long to convict her. Like, I'm not sure, like, like, if I was her, I'd be like, okay, like I lived my I lived my whole life freely. But she basically facilitated like tens of thousands of deaths and then she was just chilling out. Yeah, man, and it's crazy because they like don't feel guilty about it. I know. I like Yeah. I mean, I would like not be able to sleep at night, but at the same time I wouldn't do something like that. So then I wouldn't be in that position. <laughs> But, you know, there's a theory that, like, you know, because of, like, the societal order, like, people were kind of coerced into it, which is why not all Nazis were, because that would have been a lot of people they'd have to convict, all the soldiers. I just wanted to say, you know, while we're talking about current events, um, kind of a topic change, but, you know, I was telling Yoni before the podcast that the Taliban have banned women from university, uh, but they've actually banned them from way more. They're also banned from middle schools and high schools. Parks, gyms, fairs, most jobs, and public baths. It's like really messed up. That's crazy. They might as well just ban women altogether. Before the before the podcast, me and Manny was telling me this, and he like took a pause. He's like, the Taliban banned women, pause, from going to college. And I was like, oh, I thought you just meant they just banned women. Because like that honestly would not be surprising. Because that just sounds like they cannot do anything besides just sit at home. That's like essentially sounds like a COVID lockdown, but for life. It's really horrible. That is tough. Like the park? Like why can't it why not the park, man? What's fucked up? Yeah, man. I, I don't know. It's, it's it's real messed up. Yeah. Like I remember like when the Taliban like basically took back Afghanistan after we pulled out, that they were like, you know, we're gonna be like we're 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 gonna be a legit government, we're gonna be like stable and more progressive. <laughs> I guess this is their version of progress. I, I don't know how they improved it at all. Maybe they also didn't let them be at home. And though pretty messed up. All, all I'm saying is Yoni and I want to do a draft of you know countries in honor of the World Cup, and Afghanistan is pr- almost definitely yeah. not going to be on that. <laughs> I was going to say Afghanistan is definitely like almost dead last. Uh, maybe like bottom five. There's some other shitty countries, but we should also do uh, maybe not this episode. Next episode. Top five worst countries each. We draft the worst possible countries of all time. The most evil countries. But anyways, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, In the spirit of the World Cup and how shitty Afghanistan is, we wanted to do a draft, a a snake draft of of countries, the best countries. Um, I forgot who started it last week. I I started last one, so you get first pick. This is tough for me. This is tough because, I mean, like, America, but at the same time, like you're, you're an emotional, you're an emotional drafter potentially. I'm, I'm an emotional drafter. I've got some biases here. I think I'm gonna go with the U.S. of A. America. Wow, yeah, that's a real alpha in the locker room, dominant presence for sure. 
Um, for sure. You know, I'm going to take the guy that America hates, you know, can't stand playing against the Kawhi to your LeBron. Give me China. Wow. At, at Fuck the China. One. Feeling that, good about that. That was an pick. interesting pick, Manny. I wonder what Powerful pick. Doing. It's a powerful pick. Powerful pick, definitely. But I'm feeling, I'm thinking best. I'm trying to combine, obviously, you're right, that China's got the economic military power, but I want those morals. I want a, a good society for us to live in with these combination of the five countries. Okay. So fuck you. Fuck your communist party. Merkel for life. Number two, USA's right hand man, Israel, my homeland. Yeah, Yoni. Yeah, Yoni, you want you want countries that are considered perfect to have perfect morals and are never uh considered controversial. Yes. Israel. <laughs> no, no, it's a good pick. I, I knew it was coming. I probably could have taken Israel at the one and maybe snuck China at the two, but uh, had him on my board. But you know what? Can you do? Nothing you can do about that. Um, it's a good pick. Can't complain. You know, I'm actually going to combine. You know, everyone knows China's got the world's biggest population, over a billion. Oh no! So what happens when I take India (laughs) and have the two biggest? populations i think you have a very interesting strategy but i don't know if it's great because india is like their infrastructure is dog water and like yeah man but the raw potential all they have is numbers the raw potential that's all i'm gonna say interesting that's that's, i mean i wouldn't say it's not definitely not a third world country but definitely a little underdeveloped he's the taj mahal taj mahal's nice he's really going He's going out of left field with these picks, man. I gotta say, I was not expecting this. Um, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Number three. I'm going with Argentina for Messi, baby. (laughs) I mean, listen, man. All I'm saying is there are whole German, there are whole German towns in in Argentina full of you know descendants of Nazis, and they're part of your squad now. You got to live with that. That's fair. Although I will say, I'm not. I don't hold the descent of unless they were taught the same evil things, I don't hold descendants of Nazis as, like... Liable. As, and most of the Nazis there died out, so... You know, it's in a new age with Messi, okay. That's a really beautiful thing. I, I mean, it really is. Um. Wow. It's a great pick, Yoni. You know, at my three, you know, the sun might have just shown on Argentina. We all know that France... And Mbappe are the future of soccer. And they had the whole French Revolution, you know, really modernized modern day Europe. Give me France at the three. See, I absolutely hate France because there were like some bitches in World War II. They like to they like to fucking quit and surrender. So fuck the French. You're I really hate your team, to be honest. Anyway, I love I love it. <laughs> uh at the four. At the four. I'm gonna have to go with Canada, the nicest people on planet Earth. It's epic. Love the, it's the epic. jolly good Canadians. And they have a fuck ton of land. It's bad pick. Wow. Actually, it's a good pick. I love Canada. Can't even argue. You know what? At four, though, give me America, but upside down. I'll take Australia at the four. Oh, okay. I need I need a nice guy in the locker room, you know, someone to chat up the refs. Yeah, that's good. Australia's that guy. That's good. That's good. I would I would take him. 
That's a solid one. I oof, this is my last pick. Fuck. We're we're winding down the clock here. There's so many in Europe that I could pick. But I don't know. Yeah, Africa. Oh, I know number five. I'm about to win. I'm about to win. This team is going to be unstoppable. Give me Kazakhstan. It's a great pick. I mean, I mean, they obviously they obviously have the Borat uh, chemistry. You know, you're talking infrastructure, you know, Kazakhstan. I got that at five. I got to say, it's, I don't know. I feel like that I could have definitely gone earlier. With our That's a good pick. That's a good pick. On my five, I'm going to take a real explosive player. You know, he uh, can lose his head sometimes, but he brings the heat. Give me North Korea. <laughs> the moment you said an, ex- an explosive player and he, like, loses his head sometimes. Manny went with the fucking villain squad, plus Australia. Just... <laughs> We need a nice guy. We need a nice guy in Walker. Uh, in line with everything else. Um, I mean, I definitely would say mine will probably be the people's favor based off just, you know, basic morals, but and and just ethics. But I mean, you gotta you gotta prow prowess team. I'm not saying you'll live. I'm the 2013 heat. I'm the 2013-2014 Yeah, heat. you're the villain squad. I'm the hero squad. Um, not, not to say that the villain squad can't win exactly. So, I mean, definitely an interesting approach. I like what we did there. Anyways, with that guys, we are winding out of time. Uh, follow us on Instagram and, uh, Instagram and TikTok for the funniest, uh, clips from each and every episode. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all Spotify. Follow us there. Apple podcasts, leave a review, subscribe. Merry Christmas. Subscribe to us on Patreon and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.